I don't even know if I answered your question. <laughs> no, you actually well, just, yeah, Wi-Fi money, man. Isn't yeah. that amazing? I love that term. What's the biggest L you've taken? Yeah, I took like a $65,000 L. I mean, all of us, we probably paid over a four-year degree Yes. in losses yeah, trying to work. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's about how bad you want it. Spy is tearing it up right now, yeah. man. I'm no better than the next... Uh, Guru, as they call them, right out there. Like, you know, I'm just out here trying to make it, right? Yeah. I'm in points. I'm like, let's go, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Moral of the story, they don't want you to get in when you think it's going to get in. No. Yeah. They want you to get in when it's already done. Exactly. So you lose all your money. Guys, you have to pay yourself. Like, you have to pay yourself. All right, let's get it. What's going on, guys? Episode two. Glad to be back. Glad to have uh, some new faces here. We got Mohammed Mo, Magnet Mo is with us, guys. We also have Dimitri and option, Options Dr. Ryan. So we're in Manhattan. We're filming episode two, and this is going to be more of a conversation and just us vibing out, guys. So we're going to be going over different experiences and uh, different obstacles we had to overcome and pick everyone's brain here. So it's nice to have a powerhouse like this with me. I honestly appreciate you guys being here. Man, it's an honor sharing this uh, podcast with you guys. Thank you for the invite. I truly appreciate it, guys. Thank you for your time. Gotcha, man. What a vibe New York yeah. has been, huh? Crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I see why you're here, Demetri. This is amazing. Yeah. I love it, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. Dude, we were just talking about that at dinner last night. Like, what a journey, right? Crazy. Like, we would have never met each other. Like, this community is crazy. Yeah. Like, so, tell me a little bit about that. Because one of the questions that we got in our chat was everybody wanted to know, you know, what was the first step? in changing your life and what they meant by that was what was the first time you knew trading is really changing the way your perspective is on life and changing the way everything's handled day to day you can go first right for me um 85 hour weeks i was living in paradise working my ass off and i didn't even get to enjoy where i was i was in paradise mm -hmm. and you know the cost of living there was high i was getting paid well but it just it wasn't the lifestyle I wanted. So, you know, over I've been I've been in the market for probably close to a decade. But when I jumped full fledged into it, my trading changed mm -hmm. immensely. Right. Because that's you're relying on making money, putting yeah. food on the table. You play it safe. But being in that spot from the come up, knowing mm -hmm. what you had. Yeah. Or, or what, what you started with. Game changer. Yeah. I don't even know if I answered your question. You actually hit it straight on. So, no, so dude, personally, I'm... yeah, for me, I knew this is changing my life because I had so many hobbies, you know, like outside of this. And once I realized this is a hobby that I can truly monetize, I was like in full go mode. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take it very seriously yeah. and just approach it head on. And I realized it's addicting, man. Buddy. Like it sucks you in, does it not? Yeah. Yeah. It's More scary though, too. It is. That's what people don't, uh, that's what people underestimate too. They don't understand like, yeah. yeah, some people are very successful at trading. Some people make a lot of money, but the risk that we have to all do every single day, like we're, we go to work and it's not, here's your paycheck. It's like, I may lose money today. How yeah. much money am I going to lose today? Nothing's guaranteed in this industry, especially when it comes to making money. Well, how about like your first big score, right? Do you remember what it was? 
I think I made like $5,000 on like some YOLO zero days and I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And then after that, I was trying to do it again and hit it again. And I think I gave that 5,000 back 10 times oh, yeah. <laughs> just try Cause but that's how it sucks you in. Like yeah. you think you're like, Holy cow, I could do this. Yeah. Crazy. All the time. Crazy world. Yeah, man, the idea of uh, just making money all over the world and the fingertips of your like laptop yeah. and everything yeah. is just wild. Yeah. So that's what intrigued me because mm -hmm. um, I just, um, for like eight years, I was just in the retail space. Like mm -hmm. I'm in the optical world, so it's like you have to be at a set location to make money. Mm -hmm. So like it really intrigued me of um, just pop a laptop, press a couple of buttons, you can make a $1,000. That's yeah. just wild. Yeah. It's all, that. you know, it's like what we call Wi-Fi money. Yeah, Wi-Fi money, man. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I love that term. Like, you know, and, and, you know, I come from immigrant parents and what they had to sacrifice to get here is mind-blowing, right? Like, yeah. you know, dropping everything to come here. And, you know, with my dad being in the United States Navy and, and he's working hours where I, and, and days, months where I wouldn't see him. You know, and you have a military background, you know what that's like, right? Yeah. So um, being able to make this Wi-Fi money just blows my mind because I know the sacrifices that my parents had to make just to get to this country. And so, uh, man, I love every bit of it. Um, one thing I want to touch on, somebody just, actually, it just came through in the chat. They say, you know, well, with trading being so amazing, how do we manage our emotions? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, it is. Because here's the thing. We're not robots. So I see this all the time online mm -hmm. is they say, oh, get rid of your emotions from the trade. Mm -hmm. Be emotionless. We can't. That's what makes us human. Yeah. We have emotions. We're going to feel pumped when we get that trade right. And we're naturally going to feel down when we get it wrong. People are looking up to us to get these signals right. Yeah. And we have a lot of liability on our shoulders. It's, it's a great responsibility for us as a team to, to come together, not only in what people don't realize is we have to sync with each other, but we have all different trading styles. Yeah, exactly. So we have Most to sync with do, each other yeah. and then we have to get the trade right for everybody else. So me personally, how I manage my emotions is I have what's called a mental trading map. So I journal how I feel when a trade went down, when it went bust, we get them wrong. I don't have a 100% win rate. Yeah. No right? one does. Yeah, of course. Right. And then I journal how it feels when I got the trade right. And you know what I'm talking about. Those bangers, those magnet yeah. bangers, right? The 100%, 200% when everything, when the magnets are going my way, right? Yeah. I write that down and I journal. And I think it's important for traders, members, traders, to all realize you must journal. Yeah. You're, you're not going to get rich overnight. And if you mm -hmm. do get rich overnight, it's going to leave you as soon as it came. Yeah. So that's how I manage my emotions. Tell me a little bit about what you think. Okay, so it, for me, I, I, it's down to a science because I've been trading for so long and you make a lot of money and then you lose a lot of money. So what I have done to handle my emotions is I make sure that every trade, I know how much I'm willing to risk off the bat. Before I enter the trade, I know how much I'm going to risk. If I'm going to risk a thousand bucks, two thousand dollars a trade, right? So I buy in. I know where I'm going to buy. I know where I'm going to sell, and I know where I'm going to stop out. That's what makes me be able to handle my emotions because once I'm in the trade, I know I have to uh, take profit here, and I know I have to exit here for a loss. So that's how I do it. And Perfect. I think that's the only way to to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because there's no emotion once you're in the trade because you're like, okay, I'm risking this amount of money, and 
Right. Right. Just and off the bat. You know, guys, that's exactly what it looks like. What you're hearing right now, that's called a roadmap. We're in New York right now. We would not have got here without GPS. You know, we had something exactly. guiding us to get to this building where we're at and providing yeah. you with this podcast. So um, maybe Dimitri might know how to get here. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, we certainly didn't. Right? I used so the ways that. also. Buddy, the way this guy, this, yo, he bodies the Yo. streets. So I'm like, where are we? He's just no GPS. He just goes. Right. And so <laughs> tying, back that, tying that back into trading, you got to have a roadmap. Just, just as Steve said, you got to know how much you're going to risk and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Take the loser. Get the ego out of it. We can't remove our emotions, but we can remove our ego. Yeah. All right? Knowing when you're lost. Exactly. Knowing when to stop out. I'm going to lose a 1,000. You just lost a 1,000, okay? You're on zero DTEs, all right? And it went the wrong way. You lost a 1,000. Mm-hmm. Out. Done. Go touch some grass, right? As, as Steve would say. Um, what's your take on it? Light, lightening your size. That's it. Yes. If you're, if you're in one to five contracts, you're a newer trader, you cut 10% loss on five contracts, you're not losing sleep over it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get knocked down, hit it on the next trade. You always say it in, in live stream. It's like repetitive. Yeah. And you always tell these guys, like, don't ever go from green to red. Right? Yeah. If you lose in one trade, you should be able to make it back in your next trade. 100%. So but that's what people I find people struggle with the most is because they'll do what I say to do, like uh, entry, exit, stop loss. But when they're taking that loss, sometimes they hold a little longer. Like, oh, it's yeah. OK, it'll, it'll bounce back up or let me add I a little do it. bit in. Yeah. And yeah. that's how you end up making a small loss yeah. that was pre-planned into a big loss. And it could be catastrophic in some yeah. cases. Right. We've all been there. I've done some super sub blow up in an account for no reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, for me, what I experienced is uh, a lot of traders or um, just investors, they take the money that they can't lose mm-hmm. and they just throw it in the market. And that's where the emotions come in. Yes. But like, can you imagine like you just have like a spare $10,000 and you really don't need it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that there would be emotions in it because you really don't need it. So a lot of people like, can you imagine swiping your credit card in order for it to trade? Or like you can't really afford like your gas bill or your rent and you just put it in the market hoping that in 20 days you'll hit it. That's where like emotions hit. Right. So a lot of people make the mistakes where it's like, hey, Mo, hey, Steven, can I borrow like 10 grand? I want to put it into the market. I'll pay you back in 30 days. And then like you lose 10, 20%. So many times. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking I I could like, (laughs) I have like to pay my mortgage or pay whatever i have to do i'm like it's okay i'm gonna make money off this money and i'll be able to pay it'll be paid for itself and i'm like i'm speaking out of experience also like yeah, I, right. I blew up my parents money yeah. i blew up my wife's money Buddy, yeah. and that's life. like where the emotions kick in yeah but like 100%. if you have money that you really don't need mm-hmm. which uh, honestly it is like rare for a lot of people to have that mm-hmm. if you don't i just i'll just advise don't trade yeah or just go don't funded. trade go uh, funded or the apex funding account like, yeah that's safe like thing to brilliant do. and it's safe it's like well for like 20 bucks you could get like a hundred thousand dollars yeah so and i want to touch on that guys yeah is that this is why i personally preach is that do not simulate trade do not paper trade when you're paper trading you are unable to feel the raw emotion of a trade because it's paper money it's yeah. not real it's a simulation right yeah i like to teach 
everybody in our chat, I'd like to let them know, feel that raw emotion. Mm -hmm. All right. So people ask us right now, there's a question, you know, they're asking us, how long does it take? How many times have you heard this? How long does it take to become profitable? Jeez. How many times? Right. And it's fine. I was there too. I was that guy in the chat typing it to every new, you know, mentor that I met. Bro, how long before I'm going to actually yeah, start making money? How many contracts was that? Right. How many contracts? Yeah. When do I get out? Right. So the question that someone just posed is they were like, you know, how long before you become profitable? And my take on it is this, is that treat year one as a complete learning experience. Even if you're making money, mm -hmm. even if you're making money, treat year one as a complete learning curve. Yeah. Whether you're losing or winning, focus on the habits that are building your consistency. Focus on the emotions that you're journaling. Mm -hmm. Write these things down and study them. Study them like you would a chart. Mm -hmm. Then after year one, you're able to build on these habits. You're able, yeah. to, you're able to take everything that you've learned, you study it, and then year two, three, four, from there, you have now a foundation. This foundation is now something that you can build on. What's your take on it, Steve? Okay, so... I don't, the, whoever asked that question didn't phrase it properly because <laughs> it's not how long does it take to become profitable? It's how to be continuously profitable. Yes. Right. Cause right. we all can, everyone wins trading. Right. Right. It's just your losses. Uh, a lot of people's losses outweigh their wins. Right. So, and that just comes down to risk management. Right. Right. It's just like, I, this is what I'm risking and this is what I'm going to make on the trade if it goes my way. And this is where I'm going to cut it for a loss right and you need to have a system in play Absolutely. you can't just enter every trade like if we're all in live and we're giving out bangers the entire yeah. freaking time yeah. right and then when someone has to do it by themselves they lose money no so, absolutely you know what i mean so yeah it's you? a it's a marathon i say it's not a sprint yeah uh you got to continuously like follow the art and be disciplined in this game um just like steve said uh you could win a couple of trades mm -hmm. but then you could just blow up your whole account and boom your emotions kick in and then your confidence it's either lackluster or like it, you you gotta have the confidence yeah in my opinion so it's there's a lot of varieties i wouldn't say even one like year one to four would be profitable you you can't expect like a lawyer to be a lawyer within three four years mm. you gotta get the education yeah same thing with the stock market in my opinion like you can't just be a trader within the first year there's a lot of learning it's mostly psychology and I, I feel like it's 90% discipline, 10% yeah. execution. You got to know yourself, change yourself and really like know yourself. Like, yeah. So True, right? yeah, man, everybody's got their own path too, right? Yeah. Like it's, there's no hard data. You're not going to get like, I did this for this many weeks and this is how I'm profitable. It's the market changes every single day, mm -hmm. as you know all of our tactics change with the market and you just have to adapt. That's, that's what it circles back around to is managing your risk. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. While we're on this right. topic right now, I want to know what's the biggest L you've taken and why? I'll start with this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dude. I, it depends who's going to be watching this podcast. Yeah, right? so. <laughs> oh, no, no, my wife knows. Uh, it was, I think three years ago and I was a gambler uh god blessed me with a lot of money so I, I i i always like made a lot of money but like i always gambled and my wife bought tickets to the maury show i remember and we were in uh, connecticut live at the maury show and the day before i bought like three hundred thousand dollars worth of netflix shares mm -hmm. and they literally like released earnings 
and the stock just like plummeted yeah and the next day it just keeps plummeting and plummeting and plummeting and i'm just like looking at my phone holding uh, holding it and just hoping for it to just change change and i took like a sixty-five thousand dollar l jesus Christ. like literally in one day and my mood was just shot yeah that's tough and it was super tough i didn't understand what the hell i was doing i'm like i'll make it back i'll make it back at work which i always did i always made it back at work but it's like you could avoid those losses 100 percent. yeah especially someone holding tesla so yeah, sixty five thousand was my biggest loss. <laughs> earnings, bro. Yeah, that's, earnings is a gamble. That's it. Don't earnings, yeah, don't play. You you know, but earnings. I made much more in one day when you get the art, when you get the education. Mm-hmm. Literally this year, actually, like I think you and I, Steve, we yeah. we killed it in Dude, the beginning of the year. It. Yeah. Murdered it. So. I made the most amount of money in three months than I did. It was my biggest Same year, here. and it was three months in. Same here. So once you get the art, it's just like it I was just on the goes. puts were just printing, man. Puts were, we're doing printing. like October puts, and me and him, it was so easy at one point. Yeah. As soon as it went up, we just we all me and Dimitri were on the same path. We just puts, swung puts. Swung puts, wake up 10, 20 grand, swung puts again, wait for the best level, get it again. It was like on I remember it was repeat, like a big, man. big contest between Jim, me, yeah. Will, and Steve. Like 9.30 hits and we would just post screenshots. Like, look how much I made, look how much I made, look how much I made. 100%. And on the flip side of that, that's how calls have been this month. Yeah. I, on the ride up from 410. That's scary, so though. Straight up. Yeah. In the scary. history of the stock market, in 100 years, it's never gone up this much percent. 12% in what, 10 days? Buddy. Did you take advantage Never. of it? Of course. Yeah, I did. Of course. No, I'm going to say I, <laughs> I was swung. waiting for the downtick. I, I, I know okay. you were. I no, take my I 10 cents. No, I swung and twice. And fucking $5. Like. <laughs> I didn't swing every time. But you mentioned education, right? You mentioned education. Education is very key. So let me ask you guys, on the beginning of your trading journey, on the beginning of your trading journey, what are some books that you read, right, to, to help you get started? I'm going to mention one, mine is that um, one of the books was uh, Charting and Technical Analysis by Fred McAllen. Very simple book for all you newbies out there, for all you beginners. Uh, I once was obviously a beginner, and it really helped me look at the charts and understand what I'm seeing in front of me. What's a book that you recommend? I can't even cap. I he doesn't read, read books. Okay. <laughs> I can't even lie. Like that's it. Um, yeah. Honestly, I did my own ho- homework, man. I was I was that guy on YouTube every day. As soon as the stock market's on, I'm watching YouTube videos all day. Like and random people, like whether they have five subscribers or a million subscribers, I was taking notes on everything because I went through uh, like a hard time that I was finding myself like not profitable. And when I was, I would lose it literally the next day or the next trade. So I was like net neutral. I'd win big, lose big, and at the end, I was always net neutral. Plateaued. And the easiest information out there is on, Absolutely. especially for people that are not like uh, that don't like reading, like myself. Um, I'm more of like a visual learner. So when I see the videos and I'm, I, I can pay attention because I can relate. You know what I mean? So for me, no book. But uh, I know a lot of people like yourself. He's told me to get this book 100 times, but I'll see if they have an audio file. <laughs> what about you? I like psychology books. Yes. Um, technical books, they're good, but the market just evolves and it kind of leaves it in the past, especially in the world of options, right? Yes. But uh, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yes. Like mm-hmm. what's what's wealthy to you? What living in your means, your your way of life. You could be wealthy and make fifty thousand a year and feel wealthy if you're living in your means, right? It's all in yeah. perspective. You could be it's poor yeah. if you're making a half a million a year, but your bills are through the roof, you're in debt, you're not happy. So psychology psychology books 
for beginners, I think would probably be the go-to. Mm -hmm. And then you start getting into the advanced technicals. Like you just need chart time, right? right. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's and, eyes. It's the amount of time your eyes are on the chart. That's yeah. why we, all of us, except for you, uh, we're us three are mainly spy, yeah. right? Yeah. Molda, you, you expand, bro. I love everything. Another good one for psychology. Uh, cause you touch on a real good book about wealth. Another good one on psychology of trading is it's, the book is called The Mental Game of Trading. Mm -hmm. So, guys, if you haven't checked that out yet, definitely check that out. Um, regardless of what level of trading you're at, um, I think we can all take it another. We can all make it another go at that is uh, to check out The Mental Game of Trading. Yeah, I um, think it's a really good book. Yeah, I think we should read a book, though. We no, I'm do, with we, you on that though, yeah. Steve. Like, I'm not into I'm literature. Dead ass serious. Like, the yeah, amount of yeah. information we have, we should do like a picture. Pop -up to tell you book. the truth, YouTube. Pop -up book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. YouTube has. And that's why they call it. That's why they call it YouTube University, right? Yeah. It's because yeah. you have unlimited information, and and the tuition that you're paying is with your time. It's not monetary. My tuition so. was losses, probably. Yes. I mean, all of us, we probably paid over a four-year degree yes. in losses yeah. trying to learn. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's about how bad you want it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, my mentality is, like, my entire life, like, no one can outwork me. Like, all of us, like, we're obviously all here for a reason, right? right? Like, that's why right. I'm friends with you guys because we relate, and yeah. that's how all of us are. We're go, 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 right? Yeah. And it, it, you will become successful, but how bad do you want it? Yeah. Like, when you're done trading for the day, are you drinking alcohol are you depends on like just going out and doing yeah 100 <laughs> i agree um i got a whiskey bottle on my desk but i'm joking or a cigar right <laughs> but it's like how bad do you want it like when the market's done i up to this day i'm, I'm educating myself further like how can i be a better asset to myself how yeah. can i help myself in the future like it doesn't matter how much money you have it matters what you do with your money so even up to today i'm like i'm looking at the best investments long term stock market crowd like whatever yeah. it is like i'm always preparing myself just like you guys and it, it all comes down to how bad someone wants it you can't teach anyone hustle right yeah, for so sure. if you want it you can get it we've all did it. i was a construction worker you know what yeah. i mean like that's a very good pivot point there is that you were a construction worker you still found time to trade there's a stigma out there guys on the uh on the interwebs right there's a stigma out there that um oh you can't work a nine to five and, and trade at the same time and i'm here to tell you that that's not true. You can work a nine to five. You can have a corporate job. You can have any kind of job and you can still find time to trade. Um, and it all comes back down to how hard are you willing to work? How much time are you willing to put in the game? Right. Um, and anything, anything you can, yeah, life, you can right? set your, you can set your price targets. Exactly. You, can, you can set your alerts and you can still trade. You don't have to sit there on the screen yeah. and, and follow every single candle that you see pop up. Yeah. Um, just and depends what, that, what cycle you're trading. Yes. What yeah. that? Repeat that again. Just depends on what cycle you're trading. Exactly. Like you, uh, I think all four of us were uh, in the intraday base cycles mm -hmm. where it's like we just follow the daily chart and the minute chart yes. or the 30 minute chart. Like the people that are nine to five, I feel like they should just look at the broader perspective of the daily to the weekly charts because there's cycles within cycles. Yeah. So just if you want to do options, focus on like three months Yes. Apart, uh, three months like further. Yeah. Especially and if you can't sit at the, and watch the chart. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I would always recommend never follow the herd because yeah. the follow uh, the following the herd, you'll always be wrong. So if spy is going down, wait until like a pivot point and just get like calls for three months up, and just turn off your phone, turn off whatever you're trading with, mm -hmm. and th there you go. That's trading for you. Yeah. 
So you could 100%. definitely do it at a nine to five basis. 100%. It just depends what cycle you want to trade. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then you know what they say: one in doubt, do what? One in zoom doubt, out, zoom man. out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One in doubt, zoom out, guys. You can still. So many people, man, and, and I respect everybody out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm no better than the next uh, furu, as they call them, right out there. Like you know, I'm just out here trying to make it, right? But you know, they they say that um, you know right now is a very bad market conditions for swing trading. Oh, of course. And, and and I've got I've got a guy to my left here. I got Dimitri here and he's such a phenomenal swing trader. Mm-hmm. And we have another counterpart, he couldn't make it today, and Jim, uh, he's a phenomenal swing trader. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you read your candlesticks and you just zoom out, you can take a swing trade. And you can take it confidently and you can still work your nine to five. Um, I started off trading while working a nine to five. And I was able to leverage that money I'm making from my salary to then put it more and more into day trading mm. and then finally come to a point where I'm comfortable and say, hey, you know, I'm going to leave this nine to five and I'm going to go all in. I'm going to bet on myself. And that's the mentality you have to have is you've got to be able to bet on yourself. You've got to be able to leverage your skill sets to then take those and just say, you know what? It's all me from here. Yeah. And then make like-minded individuals um, have a strong circle. You know, when I first met Steven, I knew, okay, this is somebody that I want to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just met Rye. And I already understood, like, you know, we were talking uh, at breakfast today and I was like, yeah, look, like when you pull that card out with the, um, with the QR code to the chat, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, my yeah. Dude, man. Sales yeah. Pitching you and I was dinner. like, Hey, that's amazing. <laughs> I got, I got the guy, the Uber driver last night, bringing me to dinner yeah. to sign up Did the you? whole way there. I sales pitched him the whole way there. My dude. And that's then, the, and Dimitri, I mean, how can he not love me? Right. I'm Packy. So. <laughs> No, me and Dimitri hit it off right away. And that's why we're here, right? This is because all of us, we hit it off right away. And uh, <laughs> that's my guy right there. <laughs> and so, <laughs> no, I was laughing with him earlier because of the beard. Uh, the Uber was coming and, uh, you know, it's under my name. It says Muhammad, right? Yeah. And I was like, you know, they're going to ask you like, wait, what are you doing getting in? It's yeah. New York. You know, uh, I was like, bro, just tell them you're Muhammad too. You got <laughs> yeah. the beard already. <laughs> He was like, a white Muslim? What? I was like, bro, it's New York. You never know. It makes but it way no. more funny if you're staring at the guy right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, but no, but I, no. in all seriousness, guys, um, you know, create that circle that you can rely on. In your workplace, you've got your work buddies, and, and you rely on each other to, to get through the times where you're uncertain. Same with trading. Once you're able to take it full time, find like-minded individuals, Find a community. It could be ours. It could be anyone you find. Whatever relates to you, um, try them all out. You know, uh, that's part of your market to market tuition, and see what works best for you. Um, and that's what makes our community so unique. Mm-hmm. Is we've got people from all walks of life. We've got moderators with different trading styles, and it all seems to mesh together in this organized chaos. And and that's what I absolutely love about uh, these guys. And I love the direction where where we are headed. Yeah. Um, you know not to hype it up but yeah, but things are up bro yeah things yeah. are up <laughs> speaking of up what do you guys think spy is tearing it up right now yeah. man. <laughs> you think no. we're gonna see new highs oh absolutely man yes. Yes. presidential yes. re-election we're gonna see a yeah. lot and that's, highs. he hit it right on the head is the presidential re-election oh, yeah, yeah. biden's gotta look good right he's gotta look yeah. good as long as as long good. as he looks good we're good the more you guys yeah. talk is more bearish i become yeah because everyone thinks like that yeah but it's the truth. We will have a crazy pullback, I yeah. feel like. 
But all in all, because yeah. of Biden, he has to look good, man. Yeah. yeah. So We're coming up on some important trend lines, like the, the, the COVID trend line oh yeah right so so we've just tapped the covid trend line so naturally we're gonna have a retracement yeah but we are gonna see new highs you would think right that i've been thinking that for the past month mm -hmm. no no no. And i so, just so, i've seen it just yeah it's just and, been and, a movie it's just, been a rocket if you follow ship. fibonacci right you're gonna have yeah. a natural retracement mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna see about like a, a 20 percent pullback you know yeah. from when we launched off 409 mm -hmm. then we're gonna go right back up and we're gonna see 463 um and it's in the magnets that we coded. So it, it's yeah. written right there in front of us. Uh, you know, I saw 430 pull up. Last time I was live with Steve, I saw 430 pop up. And then, but that same token, I saw 463 pop up. So what do you, how are you going to take that trade? How are you planning? Like what's so, your game plan? So, so my game plan right now is I swung puts, right? Okay. So I swung puts. Yeah. Um, but I know that the puts I swung aren't nearly as heavy as the intraday trades I'm going to take, which are going to be long. Yeah. So you just, does that make sense? Like yeah. I'm, I'm hedging. But I'm I'm still gonna make my money as I read the charts in front of me. Mm -hmm. The puts are just some padding. Yeah, it's play money. <clears throat> no, that makes sense. Yeah, there's for a lot me. Of I guys. try not to speculate. I'm sorry, Ryan. No, you're good. Yeah, like I, I always tell everybody, don't speculate. Trade what you see, not what you think. Yeah. Trade with trend lines, not mm -hmm. with the uh, you know like social media. So, but everything is saying bullish. Everything. I'm not buying it. Everything is saying bullish. I'm 100% cash, except some. SPXS shares. It's very really safe. That heavy. So I don't know what time. I don't know what feed you have on, but yeah. my entire feed is bearish. My entire really? feed. I'll show you. Everybody on my feed is bearish. They're like, "Oh, bro, it's overextended. It's overextended." We've got RSI and MACD is curling, and and let me set the record straight with this RSI and MACD. Those are lagging indicators. Mm -hmm. Once the price action's already happened, yeah then they start to curl and they, they start to do these other things guys the only indicators you need is a four men right in front of you right now let me let me just set the record yeah, straight okay so these are your indicators no. they these guys are my <laughs> indicators first of all i take full advantage of have uh our team for sure i appreciate Thank the you. conviction like when i'm like about to sell yeah and dimitri would be like i'm holding it i'm holding runners and then the thing just ends up going yeah. you know that's that's what i love about the group no, dimitri's 100%. master at you that. see yeah. something and then i see Brian does. I see a lot. one of you guys like like it's, it's usually yeah. Dimitri. He's like, yeah, I'm in points. I'm like, let's go, yes, baby. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's you. that confluence you have is that you're using your own market analysis, mm -hmm. and then just a little icing on top is Dimitri yeah. coming in with his Ichimoto clouds and saying, "Go, bro." <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> have you used? That? Is that the clouds you use? Ichimoto? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't give up um, the sauce, man. Yeah. No, no, hey, <laughs> bro. We're, they don't know how to use them yet. We're going to teach them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll teach them how to use them. Um, no, I'm a big fan of indicators. But yes. as you said, a lot of indicators are lagging indicators. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why I have 12 of them. So, yeah. so, so they won't lag. So <laughs> one lags, one leads. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, it's price action. Everything's no, really price is. action. Yeah. You got to look at the chart. The chart is making higher highs, higher lows, or lower lows, lower highs. And as Gundy always says, if it breaks structure, boom, let's mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. So market structure is very important. It's all about market structure. It's all about just looking at the charts. But number one thing I always say and preach, just be patient. Man. Yes. Yeah. Just be patient. And discipline. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, and that's with all throughout your life, right? Like, like day by day, if you're not patient and you're not disciplined in other aspects of your life, how do you expect to just sit in front of a screen and all of a sudden be the most patient, most disciplined? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to practice it all throughout the day, yeah. 24 hours, seven days a week. 
Um, and we're not perfect, right? I'm not the most disciplined guy out there, but I work on it daily. Mm-hmm. And by me working on it as a, as a father, I'm able to practice it and take that into transitioning into trading. Yeah, no, I agree. Let's get back to those losses. I want to hear you guys' story. Yeah, for sure, man. I want, I want, the, I want this guy first. Well, where do you want me to start with the Tesla earnings? Biggest losses, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest money losses. By the way, I know exactly what he's going to say. I just want to put him on blast for a little bit. I mean, I'm still holding shares, but I, I, I did buy um, Tesla calls on earnings. I thought it was going to push. When it was at 250? No. <laughs> Buddy. Three. Oh, three. When, it was, when, I, when, when somebody, I'm not going to mention his name, but said, you know, there was a lot of money in uh, calls to the upside to push 300. And man, that thing went to like 230 that week. Yeah, it was literally, and, did it even, it cracked 300, right? Yeah. Just it barely. It like touched it and then it just ran. Yeah. And I mean, thank God I bought shares. Is that your biggest hell? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It, it even burns more when you're like, do this for a living, right? And you're profitable well, and you're like, but that's why like, so like that, but like just, it, right. But that's why you buy shares too. Yeah. So 100%. you have the potential. So I can hold this now until I'm probably 2026 20, at this point. But <laughs> Maybe but, if I could give it to my grandkids, but yeah, that was, that was rough. And then I like intraday L's would be from, uh, just adding to zero days, oh, trying fuck. to dig myself out and 100%. they go so fast. And, you know, you can be down five and the next thing you know, you're down 11, 12, and you want to triple down to try to get your average price down just to make 10 cents to get yourself out close to break even. Yeah. And then it runs the other way. And next thing you know, you're, you're sitting at your computer like, oh my God, what did I just do? Yeah. I could have just took a, a $5,000 L and now it's 20. Yeah. Cheat for yeah. a reason, right? Yeah. Yo. Okay. Sorry. You go first. So my biggest L was my biggest W in one day that turned into my biggest L the same day. And so do you guys, you guys are familiar with lucid. Yeah. Okay. So to be clear, it's L L C I D, um, electric automaker, right? Um, before lucid was lucid, it was a stock named Churchill capital. CCIV. CCIV. Mm. Now CCIV was a money printer. No other way to put it. Mm. You put money in CCIV, especially options. You opened up calls and you're making more money than you've ever seen in the shortest amount of time you've ever seen. So I'm just throwing money in there. What was it trading 1, at? 1,000. What's that? What was it trading at? What was the price? The price was at, uh, I got in at $8 and, oh. I, and I went out the money, uh, $10 calls. And during that week, I'm making every trade, 2000 3,000. I mean, the percentage wise, mm-hmm. I'm doing 300% trades with my eyes closed on accident with zero technical analysis. It was literally just on a, on a green Hulk candlestick. Let's just call it a Hulk candlestick yeah. for now. We know what we like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, it was as green as can be every single trade two, 300%. So I'm getting confident, right? Yeah. Um, I'm building momentum and I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm making 2000 and another 2000. So it's flipping. Let's do 10. So I do 10, 10 becomes 20, 20 became 40. All right. And there's still rumors of a merger happening with, with lucid it's out there. It's a SPAC. All right. S P A C. Um, you guys can do research on that later, but what, what it means is there's a merger coming. Um, it's on the horizon. Well, as a trader, you're thinking, okay, well that only means one thing. It's going to go up. It's going to continue to go up. We're going to see 80 before we see ever see 10 again. Mm-hmm. So I've got my swings they're printing. I've got my intraday trades they're printing. So that day, 
I decide, okay, I'm going to go into my large. So far, I'm up like, I don't know, within a span of two days, I'm up like 27,000. All right. And, and, and I'm telling you, when I say how much work it took me, no chart, no charting, no technical analysis. Just I, I pressed a button mm-hmm. and my money doubled. And I pressed another button and my money doubled. So I'm at plus 27,000 just nice. pressing buttons. Did you have the conviction though. And I'm working my nine to five corporate job. Yeah. There was a huge social media hype behind that. Yes. I remember. Yes. I remember I was training it also. Yes. Yeah. And so and this is before I knew Dimitri, right? Uh, we're just locked in like that. And so, no. So I'm up plus 27. All right. I'm like, okay, well, one thing I already see one of these, some of these big guys do is uh, they say, well, I'm green on the trade. There's no way I can go red. So just use your profits. They, they call it, uh, oh, it's free. Just house use your money. profits, right? House money. House it's house yeah. money, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm up plus 27. I'm like, well, let's throw 20 on this one. My next one, I'm about to play calls. Let's throw 20 on it. There's no way I can go red, right? So I put about 25,000 on it. I add a little on top. So it's, I'm already going against my game plan. I told myself in my mind, put 20,000 20, in it, 20K. I put 25 in there. I lose it within a blink of an eye. The quickest, fastest red candle I've ever seen with the largest percent. I think someone out there watching this, if somebody's watching this, I'm sure that they can do the research. But I'm not sure if I've seen a faster drop aside from COVID. I'm not sure if I've seen a faster non-news drop. And and Trump owned the largest, Trump owned the largest, uh, shares he had the largest holding of uh, ccivi out there and so you know back when trump was pumping the market you couldn't lose right especially spy and so ccivi just fell off a cliff to 15 from 38 and i made my money just so happened in that account that day i was in my mom's account i had just seen her for dinner that night the night before and I like to go over there about two, three times a week. And I was just told her, I was so happy. I was like, mom, I'm printing money. This is insane. It's like, it's like falling from, from, from the heavens. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, well, you got me? I was like, yeah, I got you. No, no worries. So I go in 25,000 of her money. Just fell off a cliff, disappeared, just dissipated in thin air. Um, then it went down to 18. It jumped back to 27. So I thought I'm okay. So I didn't get out. Because oh. it goes back up. It went to 27. I was like, oh, we're going to recover. That was just somebody liquidating. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, what we know about as a uh, liquidity sweep. Yeah, oh, That's just a liquidity sweep. Yeah, it's going to wipe out majority of my gains, but it'll go back up. It went to 27. From 27, it fell even harder down to 10. Oh, my God. So her entire account, literally, I think her account size was 27,000. It just vanished. <laughs> literally, we're down to like $800. Um, I obviously paid her back, but so it came out of my pocket. But... The damage that it did to my, to my mental, mm-hmm. I still think about it sometimes. I, it really narrowed down the tickers I do play now, um, and the damage it did to not our relationship. Obviously, mom's always gonna love you, but just you know, you always want to, especially as a foreigner, you want to make your parents proud. Yeah. You know, like like I said, I mentioned earlier is that you know, like coming into this country, like they made great sacrifices. So, just the damage it did there is like I was wanting to show her how good I'm doing right on, on this Wi-Fi money yeah. and showing her like, you know, I didn't have to be a doctor to be successful. I didn't have to be a lawyer. Yeah. And then her money just vanishes. And then she's, I know she's thinking it. she'd never say it, but she's like, Oh, I knew it was all gambling. You know, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my, 
I wanted you guys to feel every moment. I hope I did a good job of that. Yeah, but yeah, well, no, you made my was, stomach drop. I'm talking about it. sick right now. Just and, and, and so what ended up happening from a technical standpoint was Trump exited his his complete holding. He exited right. So that's what the first drop was. When it pumped back up, everybody like me was either staying in or getting back in, thinking that yeah, I can get in at a lower price. Mm-hmm. Then the merger was announced, and since the merger was announced everybody jumped into LCIV. Just CCIV vanished. Like literally down to zero. And you never see that. Really? Yeah, vanished. Holy shit. Yeah, moral of the story, they don't want you to get in Mm-mm. when you think it's going to get in. No. Yeah. They want you to get in when it's already done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you lose all your money. That For that's sure. that's how I like learned along my years. Like why am I never winning a trade? Mm-hmm. It's like I was always a step behind. So like these mergers, all of the social media hype and everything. So yeah, it's it's all about timing the market. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. like when did you figure out like what works the best for you? How long were you really trading for? Like, Five years at least. At least. Not. I've only been uh, profitable for the last like four years, but yeah. I was always made money, but it was always big losses. Like yeah. actually yeah. coming becoming profitable where I could feed myself, feed my family. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what traders don't realize is another key component of becoming consistently profitable, withdraw your profits. It's not real until it's realized. And the only way you get a realized P&L is withdraw the profits. Yeah. Put it into your bank and now it's actual real money. Otherwise, it's just all a video game still. Pay yourself. That's what I also I wanted to touch on. A lot of people are they're so focused on building their account, building their account. I want a bigger account, bigger account. Guys, you have to pay yourself. That you have to pay yourself. I don't care if you made four hundred dollars the week. Take out one hundred and fifty. Pay yourself because then you're going to start respecting money. You're going to start respecting the time you're putting in to your craft at trading. Right when you actually get something in return for what you're doing. You'll learn to appreciate it more and take it more serious. If you have $5,000 account and you're trying to get to six, okay, I want 10. I'm not going to pull it to 10. You get to 10, you're like, I'm not going to pull it to 12. The market's going to take it. Pay yourself as you go. You don't need to just keep um, trying to build up your account to be the biggest it can. Always pay yourself, even if it's a little bit of money. Like Make it so you can actually see what uh, the fruits of your labor, something. If it's a nice dinner out. You know what I mean? You had a good week, go yeah. for a nice dinner out or go yeah. on a vacation somewhere if you make a, a little bit more and always pull out, man. Yeah, I like the way you just said uh, respect yeah. money. Yeah. Because a lot of people towards the end, especially like when it hits 3 o'clock, 3.30, they have those YOLO plays. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. like YOLO like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. That's just disrespecting money. Yeah. yeah. You got to respect every single money like to the dollar that you make because once you start disrespecting it, you're going to go on a frenzy and lose everything. Oh, yeah. why, don't, why don't universities offer... To everybody. We're not talking about like grants and stuff, scholarships. Why don't universities offer free medical programs to become a doctor? Why don't they offer free pre-law programs uh, to become a lawyer? There's a reason for that is because these are our highest paying professions, right? And so same concept works here is, you know, you pay a small fee and you learn from the best and you start becoming profitable. And then you have someone holding your hand along the along the way as well. You have us in your corner. Um, how long does it take to become a doctor? Probably eight, eight years. Going for yeah. it, but at least yeah. eight, right? Eight years. Like Easy. Least, Easy. Yeah. How long does it take to become a lawyer? Six Probably years. same thing, right? Six years. You know? And you know what's funny? 
the general consensus, how long, when people get into trading, how long, thanks to social media, right, and Reddit, how long do you think people think, assume, that they'll become rich from trading? Off the, uh, off the uh, bat, you know? A month? YOLO, right? Yeah, it's your <laughs> first, your and, first and, good and isn't play. Isn't that crazy? They, yeah. discredit, that crazy? they discredit all of our hard work, right? Half like, a oh, million a year, 100%. right? Doctors, surgeons, right? Yeah. Uh, take They make like, you know, half a mil, you know, when they're specialists, a year. But then people expect to become rich overnight or, you know, in a month, six months. Let's just say six months. Yeah. Think six months, oh, I'll be rich. I'll be having <clears> complete <throat> financial freedom. I'll be, I'll be traveling with, with uh, Steve and Dimitri. <laughs> what about like that starting capital though? You know? Exactly. Like where, where, you, where is that coming from? Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. I want to thank uh, all the guests for coming today. I honestly appreciate having you guys by my side, man. I could not do anything without you guys. And I appreciate everyone. If you guys would like to be a part of the Discord, a part of the moderators we have here, we live trade every single day. The link is in the bio. And uh, yeah, guys, that's a great podcast. Nice yeah. talking to you guys, yeah. man. Until next time, right? This is what we do off camera, by the way, too. So at least it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be in our next podcast. Oh, so. Yeah, I can't wait for 100%. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you, guys.